So welcome to today's podcast where I'm joined by Martha Van Berkel. Um, many of you may already know Martha. She is a regular at conferences all over the place, um, including Brighton SEO. Uh, you spoke at the last Brighton SEO, is that right, Martha? I did, yeah. I got to talk about like connected schema. It was fun. <laughs> so relatively well-known across the world. We've spoke at a few different events together. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you need no introduction. But for anyone who doesn't know you, Martha, can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I am the CEO of Schema App and we do schema markup pretty much every day, all day. And we have tools that help them do it at scale. So our whole goal is to help SEOs get the job done faster without IT so that they can focus on doing like the more fun stuff around strategy um, and other pieces. And prior to being an entrepreneur and starting this company, I worked at Cisco for 14 years where I did product management, strategy um, and all kinds of fun things there. Interesting. So obviously, the main thing that you're doing currently, um, which obviously is piquing everyone's interest um, at the moment, is schema. Um, and it's obviously something you've been doing since 2014, you mentioned. Um, now, <coughs> for anyone who has has yet to still start implementing schema, and I totally get it, you know, people don't want to do this, you know, manual job and do all this pain in the ass stuff, you know, like for, for people like me, who's quite lazy, um, I just want to like put out blog posts, videos and stuff like that. I don't want to think about schema. So obviously you've got the schema app, um, which is obviously your um, solution to this. Um, so just a bit more about that. Like what is involved? Like what, what does this do to cut out time? Like how much time are we saving with the schema app? Sure. When we when we start by just like making sure, I'll talk about what is schema markup also, just so everyone's mm -hmm. on the same page. And then let's talk about the schema markup process, and then I can highlight like how we help solve that. Um, so first of all, schema markup also is based on this vocabulary called schema.org, which is you know basically the language of search engines. So you're just like translating, you know, like English to French. You're translating from English to schema markup so that the search engines can understand the content. So that's like the basis of it, um, and it is quite technical. Like it's code that you have to write in order to make that happen. Happen. And so, you know, the process that, that SEOs go around, and, and actually we find that like half of the SEOs go through this process and half of them don't. They sort of just get it done and then forget about it. But the first one is strategy. So that's like asking the question of like, what should you optimize and why? Um, and I, this is probably like one of my favorite things to talk about. And um, we actually have a pretty detailed blog and webinar on like how to build a schema markup strategy for any type of website. And it sort of is this marriage between like what's important for the business and then also what kind of features you can get in Google. And so it's two things together. Whereas like most SEOs right now just hunt those features in Google, but then they're like missing out on actually articulating how it connects to the business. And so we really always want to kind of ground it in that business. So once you know what you want to optimize, then you actually have to like do the optimization, which we call authoring. So this is like creating the code. And so this is like one of the biggest pain points because like, even if you're a technical SEO, you might not write JSON LDE or you might not know JavaScript. And if you're a developer, you might not know actually like schema.org and like how it relates. And it's, and it's a semantic technology language. So semantic technology is what Google uses to connect the dots. And so often like when I introduce myself, I put like a bubble of Martha in the middle and then I'm like, oh, I'm an alumni of Cisco. I'm the founder of Schema App. And then I talk about how my car, my Austin Healey Sprite, 
was in a movie that that Kevin Bacon directed. And so Kevin Bacon used to drive my car. And therefore now you know that I'm connected to Kevin Bacon by three degrees, which makes you a two degrees from Kevin Bacon. And why I use that example is that that connecting the dots is actually what schema markup is allowing you to do. So Google can make those inferences or kind of answer questions. And so when you're doing the authoring, you want to make sure that you're actually creating the schema markup properly and connecting those dots between other things on your website. And it's really painful from a code perspective. It's painful then to also deploy it on the website. And so that's what schema app does. Like my co-founder, he was like basically like, why am I writing schema markup? I can actually create it and produce it way faster with, with a machine or with automation. And then because we're a semantic tech company, we actually like teach you how to do that deep connection. Mm -hmm. And so not only do you not have to write the code, you also can learn how to do it really, really properly. And we're finding our clients that do it really properly, get even better results in search engines. And then the deployment is the other piece. So the big pain in the butt is that you have to work through with IT to deploy it. And often like you would write down the code you want them to get done and then how to do it. And then IT screws it up <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, and if you're in a larger organization, that time like becomes even worse. Um, and also like, I think developers like just aren't skilled in this space, right? Like, so it's actually like, you know, learn how to do development and JSON LD and, and you'll have lots of work, uh, especially this year. So we automate that process through um, deploying it through DTM or GTM, sorry, Google Tag Manager, DTM and Site and Telium, you name it, um, or through one of our like add-ons or plugins. So um, that way, like we basically don't want to talk to IT. And the whole reason we did this is because I spent too long at Cisco waiting for them to do stuff. And I get like really, really, really impatient. You know me as a nice person, Craig, but like when I'm like, when I'm not happy, it's like, just get this shit done. Like, let's come on already. And so, um, you know, part of the basis of the value we offer is that, you know, talk to IT once, get that tag live or get our JavaScript on the site, and then we can do it dynamically. Um, now, there's been a lot of chat about like, don't do schema markup on Google Tag Man. Manager. Um, yeah, don't do bad JavaScript that's not optimized and that you don't know what you're doing through tag managers. But if you're like us and been doing it since 2014, you know, like our big clients like SAP wouldn't put up with us like not having it optimized and, and really working well. So we see it working really, really well if you do it properly. Um, and then our whole other value prop at the end of the process is measurement. So we need to actually like measure what the impact is. And so this is a big focus of ours uh, this year where we're gonna have an executive dashboard kind of showing you what the impact of your schema markup is. Mm -hmm. And then the we also have like how the measurement then influences strategy because a lot of schema markup can be used to influence what's on the content on the page. Because like the search engines basically told you what they wanna know about each topic. So you can backwards engineer that. Yeah. So that's what we do. And we do it like through high touch support. We know this stuff inside and out. Um, so you can really have confidence when you work with us that it'll be done right. Yeah. I mean, obviously it plays a massive part in SEO, which is obviously um, what a lot of the audience are going to be, um, you know, the background that they're coming from. Um, but I think, as you say, it's whether these people are skilled enough to be able to do it themselves or have to get, you know, outsource it or get the IT department to do it or whatever it may be, that's just a big pain in the ass. So your your um, solution there, how easy, how, like, what skills would a dummy like me, for example, who I can blog, I can make videos, I can, you know, talk about SEO and all of that kind of stuff. Jason LD, I have no bloody clue. And, you know, it's not a skill that I possess. Yeah. And it's something I would outsource or whatever, but... When I'm looking at that, I'm going, right, I've got 200 plus blog posts, um, <coughs> which are all, all tutorial based and everything else. 
for me to, you know, I'm looking at that going, I'm going to have to pay a guy who claims to know Jason LD and everything else that you guys are super smart at, and that's going to cause me an arm and a leg to implement, and it might not even be done properly, and I wouldn't even know if it was done properly if I was to get a freelancer to do it. So that's obviously where it gets scary. And then, on the other hand, I could sit down and try and learn it and do it all manually, and I just don't have the patience for that. So is that what your solution takes away? Is that the perfect Yeah, solution? so we take away all of it, like the complication of it, we automate it. Now there are like plugins out there for like the very basic stuff. So we even have like the structured data schema app plugin for WordPress. It's free. It was the first thing we actually brought out in like 20, I think 2015 or 2016 is when we published that one. Um, and it does like your blog posting. You can actually control if you want it to be a blog post or an article or a news article. So it gives you, you know, proper schema markup. It'll pull in YouTube videos automatically um, and allows you also like to do very basic organization markup and then that connects with our platform to do anything else now there is still like not like to use our tools and actually to do schema markup anywhere like you still need to understand this whole area of schema.org and it's not easy like i joke that the like the vocabulary if you go to schema.org kind of reads like a foreign dic like language dictionary no matter what language you speak and mm -hmm. it's because it was like written by a bunch of developers um, and so we've actually built a ton of training to help people understand the basics of it and so like one of our passions is like, how do we help educate the market about the benefits, about how to do a strategy? So we actually have a ton of resources on our website to sort of help people learn these basics. And, and I would say like the first thing we want people to learn is like that strategy piece, right? So like you as a strategist, like you don't need to know how to do the schema markup, but you should understand like what kind of content you want to optimize. So if it's your blog and you have, you know, like some tutorials, so they're more like how to's, you have some that are more FAQs, you have some that are more generic um, blog posting. Like we want to understand like what do, what do those type of content play and what's more important and how do you prioritize those? Um, and then the good news is, is that there are some people in SEOs that have been doing this with us for a while. Um, so I'd say like the market's getting better at understanding the elements of it. But I think your point about like you don't know if it's done right is actually a really big problem. Um, and, and, you know, actually we spend a lot of time do in our sales cycle. So we do like consultative sailing. So I actually like spent a lot of time just this morning, I was like reviewing websites and looking at their competitors to say, you know, like, hey, this is how you can do it better. Or like, you're doing a great job. Like there's, there's this like piece that you can do a bit better, but, you know, maybe wait a little bit until like you, you really need to do that incremental piece. So um, we're going to work really hard this year to teach like the market and our customers like to know a bit more about that and, and sort of do these like tutorials and webinars on just, you know, how do we help people understand these basics of it? But I, I think the risk, it's a big risk today, but um, maybe a business opportunity for me, Craig, um, <laughs> where, where we sort of like see it. And then we are thinking of building a certification. So mm -hmm. where we can actually like put people through a boot camp like today to onboard anybody who works with us, like they have to know schema.org and schema markup. Like we don't, you know, anyone needs to be able to answer the phone and, and answer questions, including our development team, our sales team, our marketing team, our customer success team. Um, and so we've actually gotten to a point where like within a month, we can have them doing accurate consulting using our tools. And so what we're going to try to do is break that down into training modules to teach SEOs how to do it properly. Um, and then a build in like, and how to use our tools. So then becomes lead gen for us. Um, but then sort of be able to certify people that like we've reviewed their markup, we've seen examples of their work and that we're confident that they can they can actually go ahead and do that work. So that's um, on our plans for this year. Yeah, no, it sounds very interesting. And obviously looking at the kind of pricing of it as well, um, you know, I think uh, it's, you know, for someone with a very small website, £30 a month, 
you know, for up to 1,000 unique pages is... It's reasonable. We built it originally for SMBs, right? So we haven't, you know, we, we, we do a lot of work with enterprise now, but because we, we supported small, medium-sized businesses to start, that's still there. Um, I think the other part that's like real important to note. So on Friday, John Mueller, during his office hours, talked about structured data. And he said that, you know, he sort of reiterated that they're going to continue to invest in new features this coming year. Um, but he also talked about it getting more complicated. So mm -hmm. again, music to my ears. But what was also really interesting is that he talked to, he also reiterated what we heard at Google I.O. last year in May. So Google I.O., um, you know, big Google conference, they talked about how if you optimize your content one, you know, once with structured data, that it would then sort of ready that content to be found. And they used the word across different surfaces and moments. Mm -hmm. And the idea of surfaces was like voice search, voice assistance, like it was talking about platform, you know, um, different platforms. So like, I always think of the internet of things, like all our cars connected, your watch is connected, your, you know, Nest is connected. Um, and so he reiterated on Friday that like, it's gonna get more complicated, the requirements that Google has in order to do, I loved it, fancy features um, <laughs> across these different devices. Um, and he named Google Assistant specifically. So I thought that was really interesting because, you know, other than Speakable, which is like one of the features, which is only really for news, where you can identify pretty much like a sentence or two within the news article that you want them to use in voice if they refer or answer a question. You know, we haven't really seen a whole lot else sort of called out specifically for Google Assistant. So I think it'll be interesting to see sort of like how the requirements evolve, but it's going to get more complicated. So if you're like hesitating to start learning about this, even at a strategy level, yeah. I would say like, you got to do that this year. Like, yeah. you know, join the party. We've been doing it for a long time. Um, but it's time to like at least invest in understanding how this plays into your SEO strategy and then find the right partners and tools to, to make get it done. Yeah, no, I think for me, that seems a more feasible option is to obviously understand it and then find the tools yeah. or automation that helps eliminate all the crap. Because uh, that's what's yeah. always put me off it before, where you're just like, ah, no, nah, no way. I'm not doing this. It's just hard work. And I think I've, I've already got your free app on the, the website and stuff Don't like that. Oh, the WordPress, yeah. Um, I'm actually after this going to just actually try out. The, the, the oh no! Real, I get the, the instant feedback. Put the pressure on, um, but it, it is something we should all be doing to better our websites and uh, keep up to date with you know what's out there and the way Google are looking at your website and everything else. So I think it's a no-brainer. It's now come to the stage where people have to be not not just think about it; they have to take action, or you are going to be left behind because, as you say. People are talking about schema now and they still don't really understand it, but you've been doing this since 2014. It's not as if it's something it's that's new. just yeah. Yesterday, like that. And even uh, for our smallest accounts, we do an onboarding call with you where we'll do like a half hour consulting with you. And then we provide email support with all of our accounts where you can ask any schema.org question or any tool question because we know it's complicated. And, you know, we've been growing really fast. And so, you know, some of our videos like are on our old editor and not on our new editor. So we're working on sort of updating all our content. But it's, um, you know, we're friendly Canadians who want to answer questions and help you sort of learn, learn how it gets done. Um, but it's, you know, we've seen like 
Craig, it's been really crazy since January. So Google made all these announcements in December, right? Like Webmaster, the Webmaster conference they did in Mountain View, structured data was like one of the top topics across every presentation, which like we've yeah. never heard this, right? And then for the first time ever, like schema markup and structured data is being named in like the top things to do in 2020 from an SEO perspective. You know, I'm getting quoted left, right, and center. It's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> but like Moz just did their whiteboard Friday, um, I think just like this past Friday, and call out that, you know, structured data was number two on their list, which, you know, like they haven't really sort of done a ton um, sort of advocating it. So we're really seeing it across the board. And then we've done two webinars this month. And I'm like, you know, I still run in like startup mode, right? Where I'm like, we're just going to do this. So we did a webinar in like a week's notice, got 200 registrants on health schema markup and, you know, had almost 100 people attend. And then the following week, we did an introduction to structured data. We had 1,200 people sign up for the webinar. So like I'm seeing the market like really accelerate. So again, even if you don't want to do it to learn, like your competitors are going to start doing this. Like we have never seen it this crazy in the market um, ever before. So it's it's going to become, it's it's not anymore like a nice to have. I would say it's like a must do. Yeah. Oh, it's a... Uh... Definitely, I feel the same about it. You know, I've got mates and stuff that uh, add a bit of schema. They learn a little bit of it, and you know, they'll put up. You know, they've got a feature snippet, whatever, for mm -hmm. a joke. I think, but it has shown me that even the kind of I'm not going to say dumbest of guys, but even these guys that are just joking about are now starting to look into it and take it serious. Yeah. So, something I'm always last to the party with these things. Um, I know, I just, that's funny. You're a laggard, eh? Yeah I, yeah, I feel like we're, like, if you think of adoption curves of things, like, um, you know, we saw a lot of the early adopters, twenty late 2017, 2018, kind of really get into the robust stuff. And then we're just, like, I would say, like, we're still in the early adopters mainstream where it's, like, you know, people who are, like, oh, mm -hmm. like, there's too much news about this in the market. Um, but it's, it's an exciting time because it's also something you really control. So I think this is the other piece that I really like about structured data. And the recent announcement around, like, the deduplication of featured snippets uh, versus, you know, rich results, I think, is really interesting because featured snippets, so this is, like, the answer box right um is now you know it's we used to call it result zero but now it's result number one um but the behavior of people to click on it is is different right than sort of i'll say like the normal regular results and yeah. it's it's less clear from google how they pick that featured snippet yeah. right so like i always like referring to bill slosky's work although like my brain kind of explodes when i try to read some of his blogs about <laughs> google patents but there was a patent he he read out, oh, I think it was last spring. So it was a long time ago, which which tends to happen, right? Like the patent goes in, but it was talking about like structured data influences like the, the featured snippet, but it's only one factor amongst many. So it's like structured and unstructured information that they're looking at. So it's still like relatively vague, although Ellen Bliceweiss and others have done some research on like how to actually, you know, really write your content for answering those questions. And then there's like, I think really great, interesting information. And I've been trying to catch up on the latest stuff around like zero click, like do people click on it? Does it like, do they see it as a paid ad? Like how are, how's the behavior changing? And Lily Ray recently um, kind of showcase something that I think she's writing it on Moz, but um, how like the different ages and generations like actually act differently with that featured snippet. So yeah. my big 
But my big takeaway is it's like we don't have a lot of control over that and we don't have a lot of transparency from Google on how we achieve that. However, with the structured data rich results, we do. They're very transparent on like what you need in order to, um, what you need in your content as well as what you need in your structured data in order to be able to get that rich result. Now you still have to do awesome SEO stuff that you have to get done. So it's interesting, I think like for me, this big change on, you know, should you have different content that tries to get that featured snippet? And then is it a different URL, right? So you don't hit the deduplication that you like know you're going to get the rich result for. Mm -hmm. Because to me, the control factor with structured data is really great, right? And then at this point, you know, especially in Europe with GDPR, you know, like there's also, I think, you know, who's reusing that information? And at some point, like, will we have to license that information out to these different consumers? Like structured data gives you those controls. And I'm, I'm a strategist, so I like to think of like, well, where is this going to go in the future? Like um, with featured snippets and stuff, it's still a lot of like playing with things, whereas structured data, like you have that control and, and sort of like there's, there is causality, you know, yeah. if you do the structured data well and you have the right content and good SEO, like you, you should get that, that result. But to, for first, so that's all good and well, but for someone like me who everything that you say, I'm like, some of that makes sense, some of it doesn't, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, not a big schema expert in any way. When we sign up to your platform, um, how easy is this for somebody like me to implement? Is it like plug and play or do as, do, uh, you know, I know that it's I've still, it's still a little things. hard. It's still uh, a little hard. hard. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously nothing in life comes that easy and you can't expect to plug and play and this does it all for you. Um, you've obviously got to input certain bits of data, but You've obviously got your onboarding side of things. I take it these people would help you just fully understand what should go where and when. Correct. Yeah. And we have a lot of videos to guide you on sort of like, you know, how to do the different pieces. So like the tool, like the WordPress stuff is like really simple. Um, when you get into our editor, which is like, it's like a form to fill out, but there's mm -hmm. some things that like around like how we want you to connect things that are important. So we actually just released a video called authoring start here, which sort of explains the nuances around schema.org and structured data and why we do things the way we do. Yeah. And, and I guess like the other, piece like depending on the type of content you want it could be that like a Yoast plugin is the right fit right so mm -hmm. like if you just need blogs you just need like how to or FAQ and local business like like the Yoast plugin covers a lot of that yeah. um, and and so like and you know I don't like always ever like sending business to other people <laughs> but like but I but what the one thing we do is we want to make sure it's like the right fit right like why do more work than you have to yeah. so what we find though is that a lot of those plugins are really limited. So if you, like this morning, I was having a conversation with a financial website and they actually talk about like different loans on the site and they have like all the different information about the loans. Like he can't use a plugin because like he's using the finance extension. He needs to talk about loans. We actually like to get the rich result. We might do it alone as a product with a rating. Like, so we'll do some like more advanced things. Um, and so he was like, I need you guys to just set it up and use your tools and we'll just pay for it like in order to get that done. So we do manage services like to help people who have that specialty work. But I guess the, that's why the strategy piece is the first piece that we do. And actually in that webinar and document, we actually say like, what's the feasibility? Because like, let's say you have a Shopify site, our Shopify plugin does 95% of it. And then yeah. if you actually set up your onboarding call, we'll help you set up the organization and contact stuff. And then you're done, right? It does the blogs, the category. So part of it's like starting with that strategy piece to then ask the question of like, how do we make this the easiest possible? Mm -hmm. 
Um, no, that's interesting. And obviously you said for anyone who just can't be bothered, you do it as a just call us. Yeah. yeah, we'll help. <laughs> do it, please. Um, yeah. Set this up and, and make it um, all good. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's, it's very interesting that you say that. What I wanted to ask you was, um, on, on your solutions here, I'm just having a look at it. Oh man, um, he's like picking through my website. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we just changed our line on our front page because it was so funny that John Mueller was talking about like the complexity getting big and we had literally drafted our new homepage to say like schema markups complex, like your website's unique, we can help. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, oh, we gotta get that up now. <laughs> like we just gotta really put that on there. Um, but what I did want to, to ask, um, more about is obviously the health checks and stuff like that you've got mm. on there and competitive crawls. Um, what, what is the, the health checks that you're doing? Are you just checking sure. the current state of play with schema or, or what, what more yep. is involved here? Yeah, so we we have a crawler that will basically go across a site um, and then our pro counts is up to 10,000 pages and we'll actually look to see what schema markups there. Um, and it will then tell us like, you know, if it's a product, like does it have the required and recommended? Um, and then we're actually starting to build our own rules to say like, you know, what are some additional things that, you know, are opportunities within it? The one thing the crawl doesn't do today is that it doesn't actually gauge like, is the page actually about that thing? So. Yeah. Um, and so that's actually what we're working on is, is how do we actually not just understand is the code right and healthy, but does it actually match the content? Like one of the common mistakes that people do is they put organization markup on every single page or local business markup on every single page. And then, you know, the whole idea of schema markup is to identify what the page is about. And so no one actually knows which page is talking about the company because they're all talking about the company. Yeah. And so... Like those are the type of things that like we're going to start building logic into that crawler. So we tend to do our crawler to say, what's there? If we see like a thousand organizations, we, you know, we can kind of gauge what that is, but we'll be maturing that um, in order to like be able to use it truly as an audit um, mm -hmm. in order to say not just what markup's there and is that markup healthy, but does it actually align to the content? So that's part of kind of the natural language processing AI work that we're doing to gauge like what is the page about? Because one of the key challenges for a new person, so Craig, like if you're going, it's like, what the hell should I optimize this with, right? <laughs> right, like it's a hard question. Yeah. And so, and and so, you know, we, we always joke that, I think my latest slide has like the thinker, it's like, what is this thing? You know, like to have a philosophical conversation <laughs> about the content on your page. Um, and so if we could automate some of that so that we're like, oh, we think it's, um, it looks like you have questions and answers. Like, I think it's a, it's a FAQ page and then we can actually guide you through that and take away those hard decision points that someone who's not doing this every day doesn't understand. So these are a lot of the things that we're trying to build in um you know with with any kind of crawler or audit like it can always get better um yeah. so the competitive crawl same thing but we tend to use that with input then with our brain to go and, and and sort of have a look at at sort of what's there but with the competitive crawl and the health checking stuff is that something like you know we would go on to same rush for example do a site audit and it'll tell us what yeah, we need to fix yeah. yeah and then but do we then use that to fix it or the question I was asking was, is it like something me as a user gets... Like actionable? Um, yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, or I didn't know if that was something you guys done internally and just said, like... No, we share it with you. Um, 
Yeah, so no, it, it's no, it's in the application. So it would actually, and actually it, for your, if you use it, it would run weekly like on your site because we actually also, Google Search Console used to have this structured data report that would show like your structured data over time of any type of structured data and they took it out, which really we were super bummed about because it was a really great way to sort of show that you're like making progress and adding more structured data. So we actually built our own version of it. So it uses our crawler and health checks to then say like, oh, are we seeing over time how it's improving and then we'll actually also show how the health of the site's improving and so this is sort of like also our first foray into sort of analytics and helping you understand like is it making progress is it adding value um, you know i think there's some actionable pieces that we can put in for sort of less um, kind of skilled users or sort of like not advanced users. And, and so that's our, our mission is, is to try to figure out how we do that. And so one of the things that we've talked about is like um, like a recommendations report. Mm -hmm. So that's like actually like kind of like in SEMrush or mods and so forth where they're like, here are the here are like the top three things that you could do to make it better. Um, yeah. So we're going to start building that into there as well. Yeah, no, as I say, I think that kind of stuff appeals more to me when you've yeah. got a crawler or like a site audit and then you can you know figure it out from there um, and start implementing it and as i say uh, i've never used your tool um i've heard you talk about it um in the previous times that we've spoken i'm just like she does something to do with schema. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for sure. Like we call it like a professional tool, right? Because like we're right now the only tool out there that you can also like save your work. Because like with structured data, like part of it's like, oh, you get it done. But then like someone changes the website, they change the layout, they add different content. Like you actually need to manage the structured data. And mm -hmm. this is actually one of the kind of pains with IT. Like actually someone was just telling me this week, they're like, you know, our sites are good for eight months and then someone goes and breaks something and then I have to wait another three or and a half, four months in order to get IT to fix it. And so like our whole idea is like, oh, you notice a change or we notice a change. You go in, you literally change it in the forum, click save, it deploys, you're done. You go drink more beer or coffee, right? Like, like our intention is like, you know, you can actually react really fast. One of our first clients actually had a Google penalty um, for spammy schema markups. So this is like usually where we see the, the kind of type of penalties and usually run ratings actually, or price, like where you're kind of putting stuff in the schema markup that's not there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were able to like jump in there and with like less than two weeks, like get that new markup up, have it fixed. Um, you know, and we basically had them focus on just removing their bad markup that, that their dev team had created. So like, these are the type of things that like that speed and agility. Um, and again, just like getting stuff done. It's like, not like SSEOs are just sitting around being like, oh, today I'm going to drink tea and, <laughs> you know, think about, you know, what I'm going to do for my website. It's like, no, like we have a long list of things to get done. And so um, we just like helping people get it done. Yeah. Well, as you see, very interesting. Um, and obviously look forward to seeing the other stuff being implemented as well. Um, as I say, it's uh, something that everyone has to take care of and deal with, um, as, you know, in 2020, make it your year make to it go. Your make it on your list, yeah, or at least to learn, right? Like get in yeah. there and, and learn something. And um, we like we have the entire vocabulary. So like we're super nerds, right? Like, <laughs> like so when like schema.org gets updated and last year it got updated, I think it was six or seven times, which we've never seen. And, and this is sort of like the definition of things. And so something us nerds do is like, we'll actually go into the conversations that of the people who are actually working on schema.org and we'll see like a Googler has suggested they add something 
something. And then we actually go test it and it hasn't actually been added, but it's actually working in all the, the structured data testing tools. So mm. like we sometimes are kind of keeping an eye on like what's coming downstream. Like we're seeing a ton of stuff around health right now and then also hospitality. But it's like, but there's no like hotel schema markup features today, although we see a ton of stuff in search results. And then health, like the Google health announcement, like we know that they're kind of starting to double down. So we often watch like what's going into the vocabulary. But if it's impending or in like about to be published or is published, like we have it in our tools like within a day. Um, so again, you know, as Google starts releasing more stuff, like we're going to be right on top of that, helping our, our clients and our customers like understand how to get it done. So just on that, um, so say that um, I've got this health website and my schema's all done and it's been okay for eight, nine months and then something comes out and it has to change. Does your system automatically change that in my website or do I need to go in and implement it? Yeah, so right now it does take manual, like as someone to go in and so we, we we do a lot of our stuff with enterprise on templates, like kind of our highlighter where you kind of optimize a whole, like all pages that are, let's say a hospital site or like your procedures pages. Um, mm -hmm. So today you'd have to go into the highlighter and just change a couple of things. Um, but again, you know, part of the automation work that we're trying to do is like, can we detect changes and make suggestions? And so that you could actually like do a one click fix on it. You know, yeah. oh, we're, we're, we're not seeing URL. We can gauge your URL from where you've put it somewhere else. Let's pull that you know click here to fix it or we've just fixed it for you so a lot of the automated fixes guidance like that's we call it like our whole predictive analytics piece um, those business rules will start coming in probably second half of this calendar year um, but our goal is you know even on really kind of complicated pieces but today like if it's like you're publishing new blogs and we've already optimized your blogs those just get automatically done but yeah. if there's a whole page structure change um, we actually have alarms on our side if we see it like a big drop and then sort of like how often it's getting called and then we'll we'll make that change but we can make it in like 10 minutes so that's yeah. the part that's really awesome i think obviously from the sounds of it in terms of implementing stuff it's very very quick though from your end and that yeah when, when we get the like rate tags on there and for deployment and we sort of you know get sort of the input we need from the business um yeah our team our, our team can work quickly um we, we really try like within the first week or two to have like a whole site done um and i say a week or two because often we're waiting for that tag to get live or if it's like four or five templates but if it's like one template we have them on the phone we get the template live we, we can get it the first version of it done like within that day yeah Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, but sadly, we are out of time, Martha. Um, but we are always, I think everyone will be interested in what you've got to say. So obviously your website is schemaapp.com. Um, and obviously people can find you via social media or whatever, Martha Van Berkel. And is there any other websites or anything else cool that you do? Or is this... The main this, thing this, if, once you see how complicated, like how complex <laughs> this area of search is, you'll, yeah, this is this is my primary piece. Um, when, when not being a mother, that's my other project is, is being a mother. I have two children. What's um, better, being a mother or, or this schema stuff? What's better? Uh, probably, what's, what's I don't know, they're both pretty fun. <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> no, kids are amazing, right? But I, um, I think it's really fun just to see the market get excited about this. And uh, yeah. I joke, I've been, you know, I've been telling a lot of the same story. And so I'm ready to start talking about, you know, how you reuse schema markup to enable analytics and enable the enterprise. And so there's lots of like other really cool things you can do with structured data once it's set up properly. Um, and, and so that's sort of where we're excited that where the market will be ready to do that this year. Cool. Well, as I say, thank you very much for coming on and hopefully we cross paths again sometime 
close in the near future. No doubt we'll bump into each other somewhere. Well, I always, I always need a good excuse to come to Glasgow, right? So I can come back to my old stomping grounds. That's it. Martha did, um, was well educated in Glasgow, so I'm taking some of the credit for your schema skills. Sounds great. Um, since my hometown gave you all that experience. So University of Strathclyde. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thank you very much, Martha. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Thanks.